your number one source for election coverage and analysis. This is Gerard at Large. It is 20 minutes before the hour here on the Gerard at Large radio show, and we're pleased to be in studio with Manchester Ward 1 school board candidate Joe Lachance. He's a former state rep in the ward, and he tilted at the windmill running for school board at large two years ago. He's looking to get onto the board again, taking on the vaunted Sarah Ambrosi in Ward 1. Some think that's a hill too too high to climb. Others, not so much. But either way, we're here to uh, speak with Joe about his candidacy. This morning, brought to us by Manchester Mayor Ted Gatsis. He said Manchester is undergoing a renaissance And he's crafted a blueprint to harness that energy. There are 12 points in all. Number one on the on the list, spending and taxes. Manchester has a tax cap and your mayor as your mayor. I support it. He says the tax cap is a check on out of control, aldermanic spending and the voice of the taxpayers at City Hall. I will never hesitate to use my mayoral veto to protect the taxpayers and ensure that City Hall is abiding by the tax cap. Learn more about his pledge to veto any budget that breaks the cap or any of the other 11 points in his 12-point plan by visiting tedgatzis.com slash plan. That's tedgatzis.com slash plan. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Rich. How are you? Glad to be here. Thanks for the invite. And I just want to say that uh, this Ward 1 candidate uh, is very happy that you invited me and is proud to be here. And (laughs) and, uh, I think it's very important that we get the message out. So thanks for the invite. Well, thanks uh, thanks for coming. So, Joe, um, let's... uh, you know, you've been a guest here on the show before. I think some uh, people in the audience know who you are. But for those who don't, a little bit about you personally and professionally, and, and then we'll be on to the business of uh, school board. Thanks. Um, so I, uh, I'm a former Army veteran, United States Army. Um, I'm a former teacher. I live in Ward 1. I have two children, a wife of 25 years, Nancy. Um, I have a graduate degree in organizational leadership, and I have another master's degree in um, organizational management and human resources. I have been a teacher at uh, Manchester Memorial High School, and I was also a paraprofessional for a while. I'm a retired federal employee. I started my service early, uh, went right into the Army after high school, and uh, fortunately I'm in the position I'm in now where uh, I'm able to do politics now. Cool. All right. So... What is it about the school board that you uh, ran two years ago and you're running again? What what, what do you see that says, uh, you know, is, is it a form of mental illness? Uh, <laughs> do, do we have no. a couple hours to talk? Yeah. Um, no, just, just so, kidding. But yeah, obviously there's something about what's happening in the schools or on the school board that has caused you to uh, to run twice. It's a little of everything. And, um, and not for easy offices. I mean, you know, at-large is a big race, as you know. And then uh, I think it's fair to say that Sarah Ambrosi um, – is uh, going to be a tough incumbent to take down. So what, what, uh, what's your motivation here? You know, first and foremost, um, I've been watching the school board meetings and watching the votes and um, the lack of transparency and the lack and ability of people to, um, if you make a mistake, you make a mistake, learn from it and move on instead of burying it. Um, By and- the way, Facebook jail has uh, taken another post and said it looks like spam, so they didn't show it. Yeah, you're, my, yeah, I'm in Facebook you're in jail. jail. You're in jail. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um, you know, I, I'm very fortunate that uh, Ward One elected me to the uh, state house uh, as a representative uh, the prior term, and uh, as a freshman, I was on the Ways and Means Committee. I made that a full time job mm-hmm. and uh, worked awful hard. And uh, one of the proudest jobs that I've ever had, and moments I've ever had, being elected to that position. So I look at Ward One. 
and I see that uh, my opponent has pretty much had the green light for several years now, mm-hmm. either running unopposed or hasn't had a formidable candidate. Right, token opposition. So, A, I think it's important because I'll be brutally honest with you. I'm probably going to vote exactly the opposite of the way she would vote. Um, I am uh, I'm very transparent, mm-hmm. um, and I'm just disgusted with some of the things that are going on on that board. Um, the Tessier issue, um, just yeah. the la- just the icing on the cake, um, and how a board would agree to protect themselves is beyond my my belief. So that's obviously one of the issues. What, what troubles you more, the fact that they voted to receive and file it, or the fact that they voted to uh, keep the letter from the lawyer that identified all of the details on the policies, charter provisions, and state laws that were broken, and what the law said the, the remedies were? What, what bothered so, you more? So I think they go hand in hand, but I guess right off the bat, the, the fact that the board would hide, receive, and file. Yeah. We all know what that means. Yeah. It's yeah. going to bed. Right. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. It's not coming back out. And, you know, um, we keep doing the same thing over and over mm-hmm. with the same people. You're going to get the same result. And I am the choice for change. And I'm very honest and open about if I'm elected, I will, will be very hard, uh, work hard at constituent service. But I'm also going to be uh, looking at some of the votes. The, the, the students are first. Mm-hmm. The teachers aren't first. The contracts aren't first. Yes, there's a lot of work to be done. But I think we really need to go forward with redistricting, and it's going to upset some people, but it's something we have to do. If we have to close a high school, so be it. I'd even throw it out there further. Maybe you close all of them and make one high school. We got to start thinking outside the box. And yeah. I know that's a cliche and everybody uses it, but different ideas, you know, Central's in, in, in my ward. Nobody wants Central to go away. Maybe that's the high school that makes the most sense to go away. Um, you know, I, I saw MST uh, being attacked now. Uh, I, I, yeah. I guess some people on the board were for it before they were against it. Yeah, yeah Joyce Craig's attacking MST, yeah. So, um, you know, I just really think we need to take a look top to bottom, and somebody needs to make those tough decisions. And I know there's some members on that board that are willing to make the tough decisions. And if the right team, the right members get on there, I think the kids, the students are going to benefit, mm-hmm. which is going to benefit our city in the long run. I yeah. mean, that's our future. So what, what are some of the, uh, now you've mentioned the Nancy Tessier votes. What are some of the other votes um, that you've seen incumbent Sarah Ambrosi cast that uh, uh, Joe Lachance, as the school board member, would have gone the opposite direction? Uh, recent contracts for teachers, um, layoffs, uh, just, there's, there's just, it goes on and on yeah. and on. How it's about more- the health benefits? So um, I've taken the pledge, and I've been very vocal about it. It amazes me that we offer a health benefit package, a Cadillac plan, Mm. for a part-time elected school board member. Right. I just don't think it's right. I will not be taking the benefits, and I know there are some that don't. Um, That's money that could be going to the kids. It's a lot of money. And, you Mm -hmm. know... Uh, during my tenure as a high school teacher, I remember one year where we didn't have enough paper and we were looking for supplies. And guess what? We could have had that money because, you know, we're, you know, we're self-insured. So mm-hmm. uh, everybody says, well, it's not that expensive. You know, we're talking chump change here. And see, that's the attitude that really scares me. Oh, well, it's not that big of a deal. It's only $230,000 that we'd save. Well, really not. 
because mm-hmm. we're self-insured. And right. if the God forbid a catastrophic event happens, uh, that can put the uh, district uh, in a real disadvantage. But more importantly than that, it's that money. We're hurting for resources. Mm-hmm. We're hurting for resources, and we could use that money for a whole host of other things. We're always chasing the nickel. Always chasing a nickel. Maybe we stop spending those nickels on the school board members and spend them on the kids. Gotcha. So um, what sticks out to you about the, the school board and how would, you, how would you either add to it if you think it's good or change it if you think it's not good? So I, I'm very honest and open. Um, I think I can bring to the table uh, some very good discussion, uh, some very good experience. I mean, I've not only been on the political side, but I have been a teacher before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, what did you teach? I taught family and consumer science at uh, at Memorial. It was great. I loved my job. I loved working with the kids. Now I'm 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 smiling here because I hear family and consumer science, and my brain immediately says home ec. It was home ec, but home ec. I did. Uh, so what was it? Were you, were you the cooking teacher? Were you the what what what, what part of home ec? I can't I can't see you sewing, Joe. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I, I did. Uh, we did do some cooking, but um, basically, I was teaching the kids life skills. Uh-huh. Um, we were, yeah, and that's that's another thing that life skills teach them. You know how to use coupons. So the important stuff that kids at age 16 don't realize. Mm-hmm. You know, when you get the question because Carmen Core doesn't allow you to talk about this in math class. You know, hey, Mr. Lachance, uh, I, I, I'm turning 18. I'm going to get my first car. Is 21% a good interest rate for a car? Oh! <laughs> Little things like that. So um, we would always put some sort of uh, discussion like that yeah. into uh, and into my, my, my lesson plan. However, um, I did notice that my classes were filling up and students wanted the life skills, but there was nowhere to go get them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Except your class, you mean? Yeah, we we have given up on so many uh, of the core classes that maybe some of these kids that aren't going to be going to college because college isn't for everybody um, really need, and they're not getting it. So to get back to your question, those are the type of things. I bring some real-life experience, Mm -hmm. and I would be willing to make those tough decisions. I would listen to constituent input, of course, uh, as I did as a state representative. Sometimes the folks didn't like how I voted, but at least they knew where I stood on the issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I try. I'm a fresh face uh, with some new ideas. And um, I really would like to be part of that board uh, to see if we can't make change uh, for better for the, for the city kids and the school system and the taxpayer. Gotcha. Well, you know, there's, a, there's, there's sort of a, a lot to unpack there. Uh, you know, Jimmy LaHue, who's campaigning in Ward 8, has made sort of um, vocational education, his his calling card. Jimmy Jimmy's you know professionally in the trades, um, and, and he thinks that we need to start exposing kids to the trades as early as seventh grade. You know, back when we were in school, it was junior high school. You had wood shop, you had small engines, you had metal class, you had you know elect you know electricity. I, I think I even took a drafting class once. Clearly, the trades weren't for me. But um, you should see the stuff my mother still has around the house from woodshop class. I'm like, oh, ma, could you please get rid of that? It's just not good. Anyway. Um, <laughs> That's the important stuff. That's the life well, for, stuff. For, for a lot of kids, it is. And, and so what, I, what I'm wondering is, because you, you, you tripped on something um, that I kind of want to explore a little. Um, not every kid wants to go to college. Not every kid can go to college. Not every kid's cut out for college. What, what do you think the district needs to do? For those kids who are perfectly content, and I 
don't mean that as a negative at all. Who just want to go directly into the workforce. Do you feel like the education that you're that they're getting or the the guidance they get from their guidance counselors in the schools is is adequate to the task of them being employable on day one as a high school grad? No, I don't. I don't think. I think we've lost sight of um, of those 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 classes, those uh, issues uh, like small engine repair and. These kids need. I had I had a kid come to missile chance. I can't. Can I put tinfoil in the microwave? Really? You're 16 years old and you don't know that yet. Little things like that. The kids just need help. And you're right. Not everybody's going to go to college. So what we what we would need to do is offer more opportunities for these kids. You know, uh, we had one wood shop at uh, Memorial, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it just wasn't like it was back when I was in middle school and high school. It just seemed to be much more available mm-hmm. to the kids. Now you look at the kids coming out of high school now, they're either going right to college or they didn't get that foundation that they really need. But here's the world. Go go ahead. Go do it. <laughs> make, and make your way forward. Right. Go Figure it out on your own. Yeah. And it shouldn't be like well, that. Well, there are a lot of curricular issues that the current uh, – Curriculum and Instruction Committee has worked really hard uh, with Chairman Debbie Langton in Ward 2, myself, Lisa Freeman in Ward 5, John Avard on a couple issues in Ward 10. Uh, Connie Van Houten's been opposed to everything. So that is what it is. But, you know, really worked hard to really drill down on some of the curriculum issues. And a lot of this goes back to the last, you know, decisions that the board made in the past term and the term before that. Um, when Sarah was on the Curriculum and Instruction Committee, and we're looking at this going, what 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 possibly could have been the justification for moving in this direction? When it comes to the the academics, particularly in, in getting those foundations set in the in the uh, elementary school, where you, if you screw up elementary school, it's almost impossible to recover. Right. You know, in middle and high school, uh, not it can be done. But man, talk about an ounce of prevention equaling a pound. You're setting of yourself up for failure right away. Right, penny wise and pound foolish. Right. So, I mean, what what do you see academically as some of the uh, curriculum items that uh, you reject, like you know, Common Core or the academic standards? And, and sure. if that's so, what do you see as sort of like what should the focus be, particularly in the early grades, in your opinion? So, uh, my my voting record at the state house uh, is very clear on education. Uh, I certainly don't support Common Core. I totally believe in local control, and this is an exact issue where maybe the kids in Manchester need something a little bit different than the kids in Flint, Michigan, and we need to be able to make the changes to our curriculum and to our classes based on what our kids need. Um, you know, very much, uh, I wish the parents were more involved with their kids' education. Um, I noticed that as a teacher. Um, not everybody, uh, but there are some that just, here, go to school, get it done, and stay out of trouble, and I'm not so sure that's the right way to go either. Um, you know, there's just so much we could do, and we wouldn't have to spend a ton of money, but just let these kids have some life skill classes. Let these kids, hey, ask the kids what they want. Let's take a look at it. You know, electives can be fun. I'll take channel surfing 101, please. Yeah, I'm not talking. Well, I mean, that. have you seen some of the remote controls out there? I mean, yeah. You need a degree to be able to. Know my 11 year old can run my iPhone better <laughs> and the remote control better than I can. It's amazing. Uh, so, Joe, we got about a, a minute and a half left here. Sure. So uh, are there any other sort of uh, key points to your campaign and how do people reach you? So um, I can be reached at uh, joseph.lachance at AOL.com. 
Um, you know, I was passionate about uh, representing Manchester's Ward 1 as a state representative in Concord and fighting for the resources for our students that they deserve. I'm proud of what I've been able to do up there and what we're able to accomplish, but there's still more work to be done, and I want to do that work on the school board. All right. So, Joe, uh, uh, Joseph Lachance at AOL.com is an email. Is there a phone number, a website, a Facebook page? Sure. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Just look up Joseph Lachance. And my phone number is 370-1767. That's 370-1767. And I am open. If you want to meet with me, anybody in Ward 1 to discuss the issues, I'm always there. Make a phone call. And we'll set up and have a coffee. All right. That's Manchester Ward 1 School Board candidate Joe Lachance. Thanks for coming in bright and early this morning here on the Drought at Large radio show. Thanks. we got to take a break for traffic, weather, and sports. When we come back, we'll hit the news. We're not done yet. Stay with us.